This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow. Mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. What's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on A Long Walk to Cleveland. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Every single morning, 9.45 a.m., it goes live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Today on the show, flight attendants, get ready to prove me right. Also, if you want it, you got it. You just got to believe. First, let's do some live dates, huh? January 17th through the 21st, House of Comedy, Mall of America, Uh, I'm going to be opening all those shows Tuesday through Saturday night. I think like a total of eight shows altogether for the Offend Everyone Tour with Louis J. Gomez and Aaron Berg. Find tickets on my website, rudypovich.com. January 28th, St. Cloud, Minnesota, Beaver Island Brewing. February 10th, Paddy Wagon in Richfield. February 11th, St. Croix Falls, Wisconsin at Dallas House for their annual Valentine's Day show. And I just found out that I'm going to be opening for Jeff Leeson, one of the best crowd-working comedians on the goddamn planet april 14th lansing corners austin minnesota i'll get you more details on that soon what's up jason carney good to see you hi sarah what's up mj hi steph rizel olina tara sally what's up frankie danielle good to see everybody thank you guys so much for stopping by i've been uh, beating the drum about this for a long time when it comes to not only friggin you know flight etiquettes Etiquette? Etiquette? Flight etiquette. Etiquettes? I think we're just making up words. Like when I called cyclical, silical. Remember, it's not silical. It's cyclical. Because I'm a fucking idiot. And then... I can't remember the shitty word I just got done saying. What did I just get done saying? Etiquettes? Etiquettes. There's no way that's a word. It can't be a word. It's impossible to be a word. But, uh, as I was, uh, as I was saying... Flight etiquette. I can't believe this is still a thing that we have to discuss this. Everybody knows. When it comes to the three seats, window gets right armrest, control of the window. Middle seat, both armrests. Aisle, extra foot room, left armrest. Why does this... I can't believe that this is still like people argue about this shit all the time. Because somebody had said to me, they're like, no, 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 listen, um, outside guy... Aisle guy, aisle guy gets inside armrest and left. I said, absolutely not. That's that's impossible. They're like, no, no, no. They have the misfortune of having people walk past them and they have to kind of stick their feet out a little bit into the aisle. Because of that small misfortune. Yeah, if you're like six, seven. But because of that misfortune, you get both armrests? No, no, no. Middle guy, both armrests. Move the fuck over. 
I hate the fact that this is even a thing, but there is a, uh, a video that was just getting shared around of a flight attendant who actually had to explain this to people as to how it is that we divvy up the armrests. If you are sitting in the middle, you get both armrests. Don't be that person who's sitting at the window, who gets the window, plus this outer armrest, and then takes the middle armrest. Middle gets middle armrest. If you're sitting at the window, you get to control the window panel. If you're not, unfortunately you don't. They get to say. You can ask nicely, but if they don't want to, they don't have to. If it's not takeoff or landing, you get to put your chair back. You paid for that seat. Airlines design it so you can lay your chair back, put your chair back so you're more comfortable. I do that all the time. I like, I, even though I, I'm not a big fan of like crowding into other people's space, God damn it, I paid for this ticket, much like the guy behind me paid. Now, I will do the common courtesy, because this part of this equation sucks. I will give the common courtesy of letting the person know behind me, hey, I'm going to be, you know, folding my seat, or, you know, tilting my seat back. Just want to give you a heads up so you don't put a laptop or an iPad in there, and then it gets crunched, patunched. I don't want that happening to you. I'm not that guy. Because some of those seats, depending on who you fly... They don't fold, the whole seat doesn't move, it like folds at the pocket. And if you got yourself, a, a, you know, an iPad in there or something, dude, you could end up snapping it. So at least give the common courtesy when you're, when you're loading in. If I'm, whoever is behind me, I'll always just go, by the way, are you cool with me just like tilting my seat back? Every time, they will always say yes. Nine times out of ten, they will say yes. It's kind of like ladies and blowjobs. Nine times out of ten, when they say, I want to give you something, it's not a blowjob, okay? Okay, let me rephrase that. Ten times out of ten, it's not a blowjob. <laughs> oh, criminy. Good morning, Erica Bang. What's up, Billy? Nice to see everybody. Thanks for stopping by the live feed this morning. Uh, so anyway, uh, I was out last night, something I came across that I wanted to uh, chat about for just a moment. I may have brought this up, I don't know, quite some time ago, but I was doing some editing, Adam Carolla and Captain Kirk himself, William Shatner. And Shatner was giving, I don't know, he was kind of holding court a little bit. And I've always sort of had this feeling of... You know, they talk about like the electricity in our brains and hey man, you want to get that heart pumping again, you got a you know, lifeless body in front of you, what do you do? You put a little bit of electric current through it and it gets it, gets it moving. I mean, we talk about like, you know, all the, uh, all the it, our brain is just filled with electricity and that's how, you know, nerves and shit. Obviously, you can tell by the words I'm using, I am not a doctor or a smart man. I did not stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night, but what I'm saying is... Shatner was talking about how we as human beings give off a signal. Regardless of what you think that might be, we give off a signal, whether it's good or it's bad. We give off that weird signal. Sometimes it's our body language. Sometimes you can try to hide it as much as you possibly can. No matter what, you're giving it out there. And you're, what you're putting out into the world comes right back to you. Now, I'm not a fan of the secret. If you know that book, basically what they say is, all you got to do is think about it, and then it just manifests. You manifest it yourself. You just think about it, and then good shit happens. I hate that because it negates all the hard work people put in. You mean to tell me that guy 
went to open mics for 10 years and then he got a Netflix special? Yeah, because he thought it. No, that guy busted his ass for 10 years. Let's not forget that. You have all this good stuff happening to you because you just think it. I read that book and here's the thing. That guy in that book was like, this one little trick that I like to do before I leave the house, I like to just think of getting a parking spot right at the front of Target. Rockstar parking in Target. I just think it and then I get to park there. Every fuck time? Come on, man. Because everybody tried that shit. You, not everybody can be thinking about getting the front parking spot at a Target and then get the front spot. It is mathematically impossible, you old fuck. Don't feed me that line of bullshit. But what I'm saying is, it does feel like there is a signal on the planet that you are giving out there. That you are like, I am... Listen, I have said this many, many a times. I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know why, but I said, one day I will do afternoon drive in Minneapolis, not only on a radio station, I will do it on the station that I am setting my goals for. I will be at 93X at some point doing afternoon drive. And lo and behold, eight years later, I didn't get a job like it. I got that exact job. What are the goddamn chances of that? I knew at the age of 19 that one day I would be working for Adam Carolla. I knew it. I don't know how or why. I was just a fan. I liked the guy. I'm like, one day I'll be working for that dude. Don't know how. Just thought it. Shit happened. Now, do you make decisions kind of based on those things? You know, are you doing it the correct way by starting small and trying to work your way up? Absolutely. Absolutely you are. That's how that shit works. And I was chatting with uh, this comedian in town last night, a girl by the name of Frankie Runquist, uh, who was actually on the uh, live feed this morning. And we were chatting about kind of how this business works. You know, Frankie, also a comedian, also an editor. And she was just saying, like, putting things out onto the planet and how her and her roommate just recently started doing this new TikTok trend, which I was looking it up this morning and I came across this video. You guys tell me what you think. I genuinely consider myself one of the luckiest people I know. Like, I get the most insane opportunities thrown at me out of nowhere. There's literally no better way to explain it than, like, it feels like the odds are completely in my favor. And the thing is, it wasn't until I genuinely believed that great things just happened to me out of nowhere that things literally started flying at my face like i'm not kidding and i wouldn't even call this like toxic positivity because i genuinely believe that like the best things just happened to me now i don't believe in all this hocus pocus i don't believe in enneagrams and i don't believe in all of this hey man he's a sagittarius that's why he got angry at his boss and he flipped a desk and then he threw the paper copier out the goddamn window you gotta forgive him he's a sagittarius no that guy's a fucking asshole that's why you gotta forgive me I know I'm a raging alcoholic, that's just the French in me. No, 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 you choose to be that person. <laughs> you can also choose to not be that person. But this, for whatever reason, I believe 1,000% in. Also, this falls into the category of what does it hurt? What does it hurt? What does it hurt for you to tell yourself, God damn it, I'm lucky? The fact that if you can switch your mindset from, God, I'm, I can't believe my piece of shit car's transmission went out. Why am I the unluckiest person on the planet? When you can switch that attitude to, man, I know it kind of sucks to have my transmission come out, but I'm goddamn lucky that I own a vehicle 
and it takes me to a job that I can afford to be able to fix my vehicle. When you can change that mindset, that is when good shit starts happening to you. I can't explain it. I Listen, there are things that I know specifically that are going to happen. <laughs> I don't know how or why. I just keep telling myself, this is the shit that's going to happen one day. And usually it does. I can't explain it. I don't know how. It's just what it is. So please, if there is any sort of lesson to be taken away from any of this, just change your attitude a little bit. Is it, is it always going to be 100%? Absolutely not. I went and saw a hypnotist about anxiety. Crippling anxiety. Fuck, I could feel my brain detaching from the inside of my head sometimes. The anxiety was so goddamn bad. I went and saw a hypnotist. And after I saw this guy for the first time, it felt like I was floating. We were starting to retrain some wires in my brain that I had never thought of before. And the first like month after seeing him, you know, for those uh, first few sessions, almost no anxiety, almost none whatsoever. I feel like my productivity kind of went down a little bit because I was really driven by the anxiety, but maybe that's a good thing. Time to just start. I mean, fuck, I'm 42, you know, like to keep up that level, that pace, that long, man, it goddamn i mean listen there's a reason why tom cruise is tom cruise he's got that in him i don't have that in me but giving up some of that stuff and realizing that it's not going to be perfect all the time it is so fucking hard to keep up that level of productivity and just remember it's ebbs and flows that's the that's the thing because after like a month I did have a bout where something happened and I could feel that anxiety and I was like, oh, wait a minute. Okay, so this is a life lesson. The hypnotist helped me get rid of the anxiety. The anxiety will come back on. What he also did was give you the skills to be able to negate that, that anxiety when it comes up. Now you know exactly what to do. And yes, there's going to be times when things suck, but treat it like you do you know, the keto diet. It's not what you eat in between Christmas and New Year's. It's what you eat in between New Year's and Christmas is a phrase that I have, I've been sticking very close to. So feel free to have those little setbacks. But for the most part, if you can just change your fucking attitude about shit, that is where good things will happen. There's no explanation for it. But I, I like the fact that William Shatner is like, hey, man, we're sending out signals. You can't see them. You can't see a goddamn radio signal, but somebody in a studio somewhere presses a button and then you hear what they do on the other side of town on a small box. You don't see it, but it's there. We are putting that shit out there. I don't know one actor, one comedian, one musician who has ever made it without having the mindset of this is going to happen. Now, are there a lot of people that go out there and go, this is going to happen, and then they fail? Sure. That shit works. But I've never met somebody who's like, oh, this is more than likely just going to go tits up, and then they end up making their dreams come true. That, that, that does not exist. Does not exist. So just get into it, man. Is there a small possibility that uh, you know what you are setting out to do does not work? Sure. But in that process, 
It is giving you all the paths and all the connections and all the networking to be able to make the things where you're supposed to be come to fruition for you. <sighs> Anyways. Danielle, the secret is glorified to-do list of things to achieve your ultimate goal. However, there are some things that happen that just can't be explained. No, I, I, listen, I 1,000% get that. I get it. M. Night Shyamalan put out a movie called Signs. Are there things in that movie that I think are a little far-fetched? Like aliens? No. Your child putting out glasses of water because she somehow knows that aliens are going to attack? Yes. But there are things about that. There are things that I 1,000% wholeheartedly agree with that it, you start thinking about it and you start sending out those electric pulses and people will subconsciously pick up on them. And that's why I, I talk about this with comedians all the time. Like, you got to go up there with so much confidence. Because take two different comedians, right? Dane Cook, Stephen Wright. Dane Cook, goddamn all over the place. He's a fucking spaz. He's like a goddamn bouncy ball. Stephen Wright stands there, monotone. Both generating the same laughter. How? How is that possible? How is one guy... Well, the audience zones in and picks up what they think that this person is supposed to be. And when that person matches what the audience has the expectation of, that is where good shit happens. Two wildly different comedic styles, both generating the same amount of laughs, both putting out the same sort of signal from their brain, and people are picking up on that. Can't explain it. Don't know how or why. I've watched a lot of great comics who are phenomenal writers get up on stage and eat shit. Don't know why. Don't know why. But I'm just saying. Uh, let's see Danielle I practice gratitude it seems to change my mindset in a positive way it's amazing how little things uh, it's amazing how one little uh, change in your mindset can change everything absolutely absolutely uh, Frankie I wish I could share this live IG story IG definitely needs to update their settings I know angrily begrudgingly have to use goddamn Instagram but anyway no uh, listen I'm just saying, man, if you have it, it, all of those things that you want to have happen, regardless of how hard you work, is there a possibility they don't come true? Yes, but you'd never get there without having that mindset of this is going to happen regardless. I don't know how or why. I'm <laughs> it's 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 weird. I don't get it. I wish there was some sort of like, you know, I wish everybody had the same thing. I mean, even for like how insecure and drug-addled Chris Farley was at times, there was probably no doubt in his mind that he was going to be who he was. And I think about this with, there are some lessons from the Christopher Nolan Batman series that we can take away from. What was it called? What was the last one? Was it uh, The Dark Knight Rises? The Dark Knight Bakes Bread? What the hell was the name of that last one? With Bane. Um, anyway... But there is something to be said about, you know, the uh, the kid in the hole who's trying to get out. And the only way to get out is to jump and make it to a ledge. And everybody would tie ropes around them, and then they would jump, and then they would not get to the ledge, and then the rope would save their life. And then somebody brought up to somebody one day, 
you got to go do that without the rope. And everyone's like, what? No, you got to go up there and do that without the rope. If You have to do it without the rope because if you do it with the rope, your brain is like, even if we miss, we're still going to be okay. If you do it without the rope, your body's like, we ain't got a choice. It's going to give you that extra inch and a half of jump to be able to grab onto that ledge because if you don't, you're fucking dead. That's just the way it is. I can't explain it. You have to do it without a net. Ask any trapeze artist. You can have that net underneath you all you want. And you can be good. But you will not be great until somebody takes that net away. Because you have no other choice but to stay up there. Sometimes you yourself have to be the one that releases that net. You have to untie that rope from yourself. And you just have to goddamn do it and go, this is going to work. And most of the time... It does. And if it doesn't, it still works out in the end. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher every single morning, 9.45 a.m. It's live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. What's up, Daryl? What's up, Noah Jones? Man, all these new people hopping on, and uh, I got a bolt. You guys are great. Make sure you check out my website, rudypovich.com, January 17th through the 21st, House of Comedy, Mall of America, January 28th, Beaver Island Brewing, February 10th, Paddy Wagon, February 11th, St. Croix Falls at Dallas House for their Valentine's Day show, and April 14th, opening for Jeff Leeson at Lansing Corners, Austin, Minnesota. It's a Friday night. I'll get that up on my website as soon as I can. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher, and every single morning, 9.45 a.m., it's live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. You guys have yourselves an excellent day. We'll catch you back here tomorrow for another Long Walk to Cleveland. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.